Alright, I'm just going to look around. Uh, I'm low-key kind of screwed for Tuesday, because, uh, <laughs> I, uh, well, I'm not practicing as much. <laughs> I really just need Say, to focus. I don't, we have to do the writing section. Yeah, that too. And I don't even know how to do it. Yeah, I have to practice reading in English primarily. I'll, I think I'll be fine. But, uh, I just got to be, like, awake. If I'm awake, I'll be okay. Hey everyone, this is your host, Dalton Francisco, and welcome back to episode 4. It's been uh, quite some time. It's been a week, and that was because on last week I didn't have any guests over, and so I decided to not have an episode. But today, we have a guest. I'm just with my buddy, Salvin Patel, and we're just going to talk about the last two weeks and the things we've done. So, sit back and relax and maybe have some popcorn and enjoy episode 4 of the podcast after school. Hello listeners, welcome to the podcast after school. It has been a while. I am your host, Aldine Francisco, and I'm with your regular guest, Savin Patel. Hey, hey. Hello. Uh, it really has been a while. It's because uh, last week... Literally, everyone was busy, and so I was just by myself. I had nothing to yeah. do. I guess it was nice, though. I had a little chill break from everything. But um, we have a lot, a lot to talk about. Um, I guess we can start by recapping uh, last week. So do you have anything for me, Savin? Well, let's see. What was Moth like the beginning of last week? Yeah. I think it was, right? Yeah, last Friday. Well, yeah, last, last Friday. Friday. Yeah, last Friday we did a Moth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk through that. So So I guess I can explain Moth. Yeah, let's What is a Moth, Savin? Give us some deets. Well, a Moth story from my understanding is like it's a program run by uh, a group up in New York, New York City, and it's basically like a storytelling, uh, like, what's the word? I guess a storytelling program yes. where people write stories based on, on their, like, I guess they're like guidelines or recommendations, and they you can share them at their, like, moth meetups or something, but... um. We did this in ninth grade, but we did it again this year. We wrote our own stories. Yes. Um, and yeah. So, yeah, Mr. Sennett, our English teacher, he did a mod story before, one on a specific topic, and I guess he got so, I guess he liked it so much, and I guess he saw it as a way to do it as a unit for us, and so we had to do our own storytelling. And it wasn't any specific, uh, like some moth stories are, but I think it followed the rule of like what the world was into what the world is now. And um, Savin and I yeah. did very, very creative stuff uh, with our moth stories, which actually kind of follow the same line. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about it for a bit, Solomon? Yeah, yeah, I can talk about my story. 
Um, I sort of struggled to come up with a topic because since we had already done it before, what I could have talked about, which what like I couldn't do it, otherwise it wouldn't have been right. I wouldn't have felt right about doing it. So like my ninth grade story was about me losing my passport in the Dominican Republic. Oh my gosh, it was kind of scary. Yeah, but I was able to provide a lot of details about it, so that made for a good story. But yeah. like other than that, I didn't really know what else I could do. Yeah. But um, as for specific incidents, like that was really the only thing. So I sort of just picked like a long-term thing. I talked about how I got my my car or my truck, I should say, and how what it means to me. Um, Adi knows this, but I got the truck after my grandfather passed away, and to me, I see it a lot as what he was or what he uh, like stood for. Like he was a very hard worker, and I see that in the truck and what I do in it or with it. Like when I go to school or I go to exercise, you know, yeah, to work hard and do what he would have wanted me to do. But um, yeah, that was my moth story. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Uh like in, in so many ways, I could relate to you. Because my mod story was similar. I was talking about, well, my truck. And it was pretty funny because we're at the age now that we're becoming more more adults, I would say. Uh, more freedoms. For us, like, obtaining a car was a new revelation, I guess, for us. And we, and I like how we both saw inherent value into our cars. For you, like I remember the one, the one phrase in your mod story that really stuck out to me the most was the humbleness of you of your story. You would say, uh, you, I remember mm. you saying, I just wanted something to go, to go to places, to go everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I really like that. It's just really humbling. Mm. Is, and I think it's cool. Like, man, holding some old trucks, there's some vibe to it. Yeah, I'm telling you, old cars, they don't make them like they used to. I know. I mean, they, old cars, I, I, and I think my, my guess is because of the oil crisis that happened in the 80s, which, when was that oil crisis, 70s or 80s? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was either the 80s or 90s. I'm going to say oh. the 80s. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then it must be the 80s. There was an oil crisis, and so in response, a lot of motor companies built the most durable, uh, most durable, try to be the most efficient, just the most streamlined cars they can ever make. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm in love with it. Uh, for, for my mod story, it's also about a truck, as I said before. It's about my dad's truck. Um, it is... A uh, very similar story to Savin's. My dad gave me his truck, and basically, I I told a story of my uh, first experiences with the truck, and and I did kind of like pretty cool um, imagery and allusion to how this truck, because it was my dad's first ever car when he moved to the Americas, and so I I, I correlated how this Ford truck was like an American dream for my dad, and how. Now I kind of have it passed down to me, and I'm kind of fulfilling the role of his new American dream, and I think that's cool. Um, very similar stuff to what Savin. It has. was cool. Yeah. Um, 
and, a lot of great like details and stuff. Uh, thank you. I, like, I remember. So the mod store unit was told about us while I was still in quarantine, and um, I didn't really have much uh, details or stuff on what really we should do. But like when I came into, uh, when I came back to school and they talked about the moth, I'm like, oh, what should I do? And then I remember. Mr. Senate was like, explain what a frame narrative is to us. And then I was like, looking around in my bag. Because I carry some pretty valuable stuff. Like, my necklace from for DMI and stuff. But then I scrimmage, I scrimmage around and I found my car keys in my bag. And I'm just like, oh yeah. I could tell a lot with this story. And so I did. And that was That's cool. exactly what I did. Yeah, you, were, you, you rummaged around and it was like, you saw your keys. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, what are my belongings? Check my pockets. Car keys. That's something. There's a story there. <laughs> yeah, and that's really really cool. And we made pretty effective stories. Um, he did return the moth story thing to me. Uh, yeah, I looked at mine. Yeah, he didn't put a grade in, but I'm pretty sure it's like yeah. more of a completion thing. So we got automatic hundreds. Yeah. I remember mine the- had a lot of grammar mistakes <laughs> yes. because I didn't I didn't think the grammar needed to be good because it's more like a, a spoken thing. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I noticed marks on mine too, and I'm like, oh no, wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, like in my essay, the very last sentence, I forgot to add a period. I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I feel like. We weren't. We were also not the only ones th- to talk about like our car since we're like you know the age of getting. Yeah, a I was car. gonna bring that up. Um, we have another classmate, and she talked about her car in almost a similar fashion to ours too, but how she um her car was a safe space, and how it was because of her dad she felt safe in a car, and I was just like, oh man, that's that hits home t- too. Um, so really exciting stuff. Uh, and, uh, speaking of like, just like, again, there's some, when you have a story like that about your car, there's obvious some pride into it. Like I, I'm, I carry a huge, a large pride into my truck and for, for sure for use of it. I know. Oh yeah. 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 And then you can like, and then like in my in the parking lots, you'll see everyone with like F one fifties and Ford Raptors and all the very very nice looking cars, oh nice looking trucks, and then we have like our little posse. It's, I mean, it's different. Like, I guess it's also a statement. Like, you may have a new car, but we have this old chassis. And the experiences we have in this car, it's probably never the same to what you have in your F-150. I kind of see it like that. I don't yeah. know about you. No, I definitely see it like that. Yeah. There's like a totally different meaning. Like with these used cars, used, pe- used by people you know, close to us, than like a new car, like a new, a new car that you know doesn't really have any sort of issues. Um, that's like, when it doesn't have any sort of issues like that, it has a little, 
maybe a little less meaning to me, but I mean, maybe it might be, it might look nicer, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's never the same. What's what had me a little sad though is my parents, like a little couple of days later, they were talking to me on me getting a new car, and I was just like, "Oh man." Um, but the reason is that yes, the Ford truck like it still runs amazingly. The problem is it is prone to disaster like at any moment. And that comes with a, a lot of older cars. Like, one day it could bust without knowing, um, and you need to be prepared for it. And so they want me to—they want me to get a car that is more, um, how can I say that, more uh, reliable. They said, "I'm pretty reliable, sure." Reliable, yeah. Yeah, and so I—I have—I—I uh, I really don't have a car in mind, but I'll be happy with whatever. But we will still be keeping that truck like it's it's going to be like i don't know like a like a statue for us at our home so yeah that'd be cool yeah my truck's windshield wipers are actually or like the left side is not working right now not anymore we like ever since we got the no okay so you know how everything froze over the like the day it, the day it snowed you know yes so like the day after when we had to go to school, like I must have tried to do use the windshield like like the windshield wipers were frozen, right? Yes. And I I thought it had thawed at the point when I was ready to start going, but the one on the left wasn't. So I think I left it running for too long before realizing it's not going to come undone, and I think it might have blown the fuse. Really? Have you? Had... I, that's my theory. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you might want that checked. Um, yeah, if but it... legit after we got the initial like repairs, and it's been it's been fine. Oh yeah. I mean, like yours is a uh, Nissan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, like Japanese cars too. They they are built oh, yeah. meant to run forever. Um, <laughs> especially a Nissan. Yep. So yeah. You have, you have some ama quality car there. Honestly, quality, quality. Yeah, and I think because, like me getting this new, my well not new, but like getting a Ford truck, it made me a little like into cars now. How do you feel about that? Wait, what did you say? Um, because. Yeah, like, I've been, uh, because of cars, or, like, because of, um, the truck, I've been more into, like, cars. Just, like, the mechanics of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think they're really neat. But, I've um, always, like, liked cars, but yeah, owning one makes me more interested. Yeah, that's awesome. But... Yeah, I think that would been that is must have been like my highlight of last week. I mean, the week before last, so two weeks ago, was the uh, moth story, and I I I had fun with it. Um, I'm sure. I hope you did too. I I loved your story solving. Uh, yeah, I I liked writing it. Oh yeah. Um, 
and listening was listening was good too. Yeah, everyone. The the great thing about Moth is like it opens like what Mister Senate says. It opens a new world for us to see a person, and everyone had amazing, meaningful stories that just makes me feel like we're all in the same boat, basically. So that's been great. Yeah. But now we've moved past uh, the mod stories, and now we're doing our first ever consider essay. I don't know if that's like a legit type of essay or type of article, but um, we're doing a unit. It's like, is it, I can't explain, is it like an argumentative type essay? Uh, it's like a mix of like, hmm, I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of persuasive, but it's, it, no, it's prov- it's like provocative. It's, it's provocative. It's like okay. meant to get you to think about something. Oh, okay. Yes, that's a perfect example. And so basically what this consider essay is, is that uh, we read a story an article by someone Wallace, like Ralph Wallace, David Foster Wallace, David Foster Wallace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he made an, an article called consider the lobster where at first he's basically describing the main lobster event, but then it turned into now the moral. Um, um, and then he provided a moral and ethics question of, should we be eating a lobster? And the morality to it is that we're literally boiling lobsters alive to eat them. And so is that morally right? And I thought that essay was like whack in a way that is like it it was like a good whack. It was like the most yeah, crap thing I ever read. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's probably Hmm. I think this year it's probably been my favorite like article or like essay to read. Um, like I preferred it over Once More to the Lake and like The Chase and the other things we read earlier this year. I don't know. I just really liked it. And even though I didn't necessarily agree with him, like I, the ethics of eating a lobster, like I'm still going to want to eat lobster. Like I think it was still really well done to make me think, you know, is this okay? Because it wasn't necessarily to say that eating lobster is wrong. It's just to get you to think about if it's wrong. And we want you to form your opinion. Yeah. I felt like he was like a master of that provocative question. Like, he he did, he did presented the question amazingly. To the point where we have a group chat in for our whole class in AP Lang. And some students actually now don't want to eat lobster again. And that's like amazing to see how incredible that work is. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, I I can't remember when I actually had lobster, but I actually do have crab, and no, that's pretty similar. So I still like yeah. crab. I literally just ate crab, like on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Yes. But um and now we have to be like uh Wallace into making a consider essay. 
I'm really, I don't really have any ideas yet, but Salman, do you have any ideas for consider essays? Yeah, actually, I kind of actually like said one on mine. I think I'm going to uh, work on consider space exploration. Uh, yes. Um, I guess to like explain the consider thing, it's, oops, sorry. It's, the consider essay is just meant to get your audience to think about something like, like Wallace's uh, Consider the Lobster was to make his readers think about eating a lobster. Is it okay? Like, is it bad? Yeah. Yeah. So like our Consider essays have to be, they can be about anything. They just need to make us think about something. So space exploration, it costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That And there's a lot of problems in like not only our country, but around the world that could probably fix, be fixed with like a lot of money. Like, you know, there are a lot of people that go hungry each night, but, you know, governments are funding billions of dollars into space exploration to satisfy the curiosity of some people, including myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at what point can I enjoy these space launches and like developments and technology and research when there's people, you know, that, that need money much more than my curiosity? Yeah, that's actually interesting. Because um, now there's also just like commercial space programs where it's just public and not even government funded, where people are willing to spend money on development. And I could totally see your argument that, yes, we could use all this money for better things. But... um. I don't know. I mean, are you going to add like Elon Musk and stuff like that, the NASA program? For... Yeah, probably something about like businesses. Yeah. Because I, I remember like last week, um, on top of like Elon Musk's launches, like some other company, it might have been Elon as well, but I don't think it was Elon, they announced a, that a space hotel would be completed by 2027. Oh and my gosh. Like, is that necessary? You know, it's cool, but why? I, yeah. Other than it being cool, you know, there's always people saying, you know, these this money, these funds could go somewhere else, like, and that's a valid argument. Yeah, it it's a lot to do about um looking at the future rather than looking at the now. I would say, like the current present, that there's currently a lot of problems, but this argument, I guess you're. I guess the argument can be saying is like, why are people so fixed on the future? You know, there's a lot of problems here right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, It'll be fun though. Yeah. I, I, I just been kind of everywhere with, um, kind of everywhere with this consider essay, like, Maybe something video game related. I, I thought it would yeah. be really cool to do a like, uh, a consider essay on consider Bowser. You know, Mar- Mario's arch nemesis. And kind of my arguments is mm-hmm. there is that if you played Bowser's story and all of that, he's just like a very lonely father figure who's taking care of yeah. his sons and daughters. Um. Like, it's it's interesting on who Bowser is and why the things he do, and 
for me doing a considered Bowser essay, it feels like I'm his defense attorney. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, another consider essay Mario related would be consider Luigi, and I guess my argument there is like the importance of co-op mode and stuff like that. Like, like I remember in Super Mario Brothers, co-op mode wasn't like you had two people on the same screen. You actually were just playing it the same game against each other and one could argue like why do you need a co-op mode when everything can be done like single like single player right but like in yeah. games like call of duty even assassin's creed they had a multiplayer at one instance it's just more fun <laughs> to play together so i think i could do something like that but again i don't know other areas was like it really is yeah other areas I've been thinking like um, consider the employee. Um, basically, mm. the consider essay of like how employers would treat their employees, and also how customers would treat employees as well. I think that's a basic one, but um, I might yeah I'm kind of leaning more towards the Mario side of considering because I think it it's interesting. Bowser would be cool. Yeah. I just have to do a lot of research. <laughs> mm. That reminds me of the, there's like, it's the ending scene of, I think it's like a pretty long time. Uh, yeah, I guess I just will. Super Mario Sunshine, like at the end, Peach, I think it's Peach escapes and like Bowser Jr. tells Bowser, like, I know that's not my real mother. And Bowser just like looks at him and it's just like, you can see the sadness. Bowser's just trying to find or just get a mother for his kids. Yeah. And I like how over time, actually, that Nintendo is actually focusing more on Bowser. Like, especially the new DLC for Super uh, Super Mario 3D World, it's Bowser's Fury. And it's a yeah. story about um Bowser Jr. saving his dad. So I think that's really interesting. It is. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's see. We had the moth and consider essay. Now. Now is the little, little self-promotion and advertisement of this episode. Hello, this is your host, Aldine Francisco. And like how we describe of considering the lobster, maybe you want to consider subscribing and becoming a weekly listener to the podcast after school. We've been doing all right, you know. I am happy with the progress we're making in every episode. I'm trying to learn and make everything better. And so if you'd like to learn more about us and like to see the development of this podcast, please do consider subscribing and to continue listening to our podcast. Thank you, listeners, and back to the episode. All right, this. How was your uh, last week? In, uh, last week for you, Savin, in general, just how was it? It's busy. Like, um, at the end of the week, I had a couple like academic competitions. So, on top of the work that I had for this week, including like some tests, I had to prep for those, which you know took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And when I actually got to the competitions, so like on Friday, I had a Scholars Bowl. We are Scholars Bowl districts like tournament yeah. where, you know, if we do well enough in that, we can advance to the state tournament. 
And then on Saturday, I had the mock trial state tournament. Dang. Which, you know, that's state. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it took a lot of work and sleep time. Yeah. Uh, tell me about uh, Scholars Bowl and everything. Like, how are, how are y'all with that right now? I'm very, like, happy with how we did and uh, how our team is, like, structured right now. We have, like, a lot of strength and, like, a, really only a few weaknesses. Like, um, science is a sort of a weak point. We are either hit or miss there. We're pretty bad at classical, classical music and, like, opera and theater. <laughs> but every other thing, like, everything other than that, we're, like, pretty good. And if I said so myself, I'd say... We're probably the best team at sports in the state. <laughs> uh, who's your uh, Which, sports buffs in your team? Uh, me, Arav, and Arya. We we got one sports question at districts after like 4.1 seconds. I hope that was a, the record for the competition, but we'll Whoa. see when the results come out. Uh, and this world re- this record is just in general of sports questions or just all questions um like probably for that specific question i know we actually got a question faster than 4.1 the answer was actually my, of mice and men just oh. lucky that we went over the book a lot nice and uh i just got that one after the 3.7 um but i'm just, i'm hoping you know if maybe we could we could have gotten the fastest buzz on that that sports question that we got 4.1 on that would just be really cool yeah because since i should i should mention that scholarship was actually because of covid it's scholarship was online this year mm-hmm. so normally when you you would you would like go to a school you'd have the buzzers and you'd sit across from the other team and the the question would be read out and you'd buzz it on your buzzer and answer but this time each team would be in a classroom at their own school and one team member would have their would be at a computer, which would be reading the questions. That person would buzz in when their team or themselves to- tells the person or like the buzzer person to buzz in. Then they would type the answer. Whoa! Wait, that's really complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's not direct competition anymore. So like we still have our pool. So like we were in a pool with Spain Park, Hewitt, Trustville, um, and some other schools, mm-hmm. and we still have matches against them. But what it does is it takes our individual matches, like our team matches, and then sees, okay, so the Stavia Hills got the question after three seconds, and Spain Park got it after five. The Stavia Hills gets the points for that question, you know? Oh, I see. It's like that. So it does the rounds like that and determines who uh, winners based like that. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit different, especially it's on a computer, and you're not actually directly against your opponent at the time. But... For not being able to do it in person, I think it was executed pretty well. Wow. Yeah, I mean, people find creative ways to overcome the, like, the pandemic. to And, like, especially for college ball, it's kind of like a whole new type of different competition, I see. Um, but I'm yeah. glad that it's been really nice for you. And uh, for mock trial, was that in person or anything or still online? No, I wish it was. Mock, mock trial in person is like half the charm because it's usually held in like um, the courthouses down in Montgomery, like the federal and county courthouses Wow. in, in Montgomery. 
uh, which are super nice. Like, imagine you're you're in a trial in a real courthouse. Like, it was really cool when I did that last year. Yeah. Um, this year, it was just like, it was on a Zoom call. On a Zoom call. From and we were like, each in classrooms. Um, it's still it was still mock trial. It was still pretty fun. It just just wasn't the same as being in a courtroom. Yeah. But uh, the fact that we we're still able to do it is impressive. Wow. Um, and you guys said that state mock trial. So yeah, I mean that's very impressive. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and doesn't doesn't Vestavia Hills have like two mock trial teams? Yeah, we. We only had two this year. Uh, we had like, honestly, I think we had six or seven last year, but we only had two this year. Um, but both of our teams this year made it out of the district's competition. So both made it to state, the state tournament this Saturday. Um, unfortunately, my team didn't make it to the semifinals, but the other team did. That right. team with like uh, Molly, Nathaniel, Brantley, and then the goated some uh, some seniors. They made it to the semifinals in the top four. Wow. They really good. Good for them. I think like half of our team was also is also on the speech team, and their district competition was literally a week ago, so they were spending all their time preparing for that. Oh. Then this week they had to finally turn their attention to mock trial. So I think if we had a little bit more prep, I think we could have made it. But honestly, I'm just I'm happy with how we did. Like, it, state is basically like top twenty in the state, so top twenty team. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing to hear. Um, and, and it does look like, especially like March is seeming to be like one of the busiest months for a lot of people. For me too. Um, I don't know, like yes. on top of Scholars Bowl and on top of Moxtro, I heard that this week you also had math team and like, whoa, that. Just a lot. I, I had to miss it. We had a tournament on Saturday. Yeah. And yeah. I had to miss it for mock trial, which was a little sad because that would be our first like big math tournament mm-hmm. other than in school competitions. But um, it's all right. I think we probably did all right. Um, apparently, it was a very like long, a very tough test, but they probably did. I think they did all right. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing a lot of like mixed reactions with that and just makes you wonder like just everything people have to do for a lot of things for a lot of like events um i guess nothing much with me to compare with y'all like i just had track uh we started outdoor season um did pretty well oh yeah got prs you know that's all i look forward to um that's nice that's nice what else other than track i mean right now both of us where we have like a lot of tests going on this week especially the act which is on tuesday oh yeah yeah um and because of everything i've been doing i didn't get as much practice as i'd like but i i got significant amounts to you know to feel nice again i the previous ACT of February was also another practice for me to get the feel. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly not looking too forward to it, but we have to do it. 
Yeah. Um. This, yeah. Everything, a lot of things are keep on stacking up, stacking up. For me and Ban, I'm finally getting um wind symphony music for the music performance assessment. That's like literally the next month. Ooh. Yeah. Next month. Yeah, our percussion teacher, Mr. Palmer, he likes to give us things a little late. Uh, not late, but um, <laughs> a little. Just uh, with little timing, because ultimately, how he trains us is he trains us to have the skills to um excel the music. He's not teaching us the music; he's teaching us the skills to play the music. Mm. And like, I feel like his teaching is really effective, but like. We're going very slim and not having... We're practically going to be sight-reading the <laughs> pieces we're going to be given. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I guess also to add, uh... I'm making myself more busy because now I got a job. At Samurai Japan. Oh, yes. And, um... I mean, it's cool. Same with you, Sovin. So, I guess you want, let's, you want to talk about that? Yep. Yeah, so the job at Samurai Japan. Yeah, we got um, hmm. we got we got jobs, and I think that's great. We got jobs. Um, one of our friends, uh, her name is Mandy, Mini Chow, and basically she texted our group, our friend group chat that uh, she's hiring. That Samurai Japan, her business is hiring people to uh work and everything and and then basically it was first come first served like you said you're you wanted to work um another friend ronnie which i will be having next week uh, for this podcast episode she got the job and then me i got the job which is awesome because for the past two years uh, my parents weren't too keen on me getting a job at Samurai Japan, but I guess because now since I've applied to literally like so many places like Publix, Target, um, Takumama, and not getting a word from them actually. Like I, I never got a word from Publix or Takumama, even though like for Publix, I spoke to one of the managers and then he said, oh yeah, well, We'll get you. A, we'll give you a word in one or two weeks, and it's been like six weeks since I've heard since I last heard from them. They didn't give me. They didn't give me a word, it, and it kind of made me frustrated. But now I have this job, and I I um I already started. I had a training for we're hosts for this restaurant, and um uh, basically training for me was thirty minutes of training, and on that same day I started working. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you're going to enjoy the job, Sovin. It's it's pretty simple, but like it's not easy at all. You know, there's a lot of uh technical technical things about being a host, or maybe a host at this restaurant. And, oh yeah. But I do enjoy it. I think it's great. Um, it's a good restaurant. If I had to work at a restaurant, you know, that would be probably very high up on the list of ones I would want to work at. Right. 
And the great thing is, like, it's practically owned by one of our friends. And since we're pretty close, then uh, it's not a problem for us. Like, we can discuss easily without being scared to talk to management and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel bad. I never really applied to any jobs, but you applied to like a thousand of them and <laughs> received nothing. And then I applied, like, I, Mandy just reached out. I was like, hey, you guys want to work? And I'm like, yes. I mean, it's the luck of the draw. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, and she's, and they're very generous with their schedule. I would say like, yeah. Um, right now I, my schedule is I'm working, uh, Fridays and Saturdays and then Tuesdays. There's going to be a little small problems because after school I have track and field and on like Saturdays I would sometimes have meets like literally this Saturday I'm going to have a meet, but that's in the morning and I already have other complications with that. Like let's say, interviews for a VH for our high school like leadership thing so I'm pretty full again this week but I'm just so happy to get a job really um yeah yeah for me it was like like I don't necessarily like things given to me I want to somehow feel like I've earned something. So I guess that's why I had a job. Also the experience. <laughs> yeah. It just, it didn't feel right. Like, first of all, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like asking for things unless I did something to deserve it. Like, you know, if I come home with a report card, that's like, you know, it's what my parents expect. I'll be like, can I get this? I don't, I wouldn't randomly be like, can I get this? But then what you said about, you know, experience, I definitely do need experience for, because I'll be probably working in, in college or after college, like, or I'll probably work in college, you know, very, it's sooner than we think. And I yeah. have no work experience until, uh, well, I will have no work experience until I have this job. So I think it might be more important. It's I, I think it's important, but it might be even more important than I realize. Yeah, and I think that would be, like, an ultimate goal for me, too. Just, like, I have no job experience, but now I do. And that, and it, like, a lot of complications to owning a, uh, not owning a job, like, having a job is the responsibility of now timing everything and adding things to your schedule. For high school students like us, who has a lot of things going on after school, like you with all your... Uh, with your scholars both math team and uh, mock trial and me and my band and sports and and all of us collectively doing trying to do very excellent in our academics like it's hard but um i'm sure we'll rise to the challenge seven hopefully so yeah. also i'm excited to hear to to experience some like crazy stories so i can tell it to the podcast. I need some content. <laughs> yes. Content. All for the content. All for the, That's the ultimate reason why I have this podcast, obviously. It's because I need some content. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, like, 
it's crazy. Like, time is moving pretty fast. Yeah. Like, like we're almost hitting spring break, and after spring break, we're going to hit summer, and then that's it. After 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 the next nine weeks, we're done with school, and then we're seniors. So yeah, I'm kind of you know, you know what uh, this Saturday is though. This Saturday. Uh, yes. What is this Saturday? <laughs> it's the one year like anniversary since everything like shut down like school. I remember we were rock climbing on March thirteenth. Oh 13th, my gosh! And that's when we got the message, you know. Yeah, we were at Birmingham Boulders, and uh, we yeah we got a message from the school system that school will be uh shut down for what two weeks primarily. Yeah, two weeks at the first. But then it kept piling and piling and. We didn't have school. Well, physical school. We had online yeah. school now. Yeah. Man, it's really been a year, huh? Too many too many things happened, but also not happened. It just, yeah, I mean, relativity and... My world certainly has moved fast. Yeah. I don't know about you. It definitely did move fast. Like, actually very fast. It does not feel like a year. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Now now that I'm looking back, like, a year, and now our governor, Miss Kay Ivey, she's dropping our mask mandate on April 9th, which is, eh. I have, yeah. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that, but maybe that's for a different day. Uh. I'm grateful she wasn't like the other governors, like yep. Texas and Mississippi. That just just dropped them now. And I'm grateful, unlike Florida and Georgia, they never did a statewide one. They left it to their counties. And a lot of those counties don't exactly care to do that sort of thing. Um, but KIV's kept it for a while. Um, it's going away April 9th. Not, not happy about it, but... I wonder if the school will make us still do it, you know? Um, if not, like, if if we don't have to wear a mask at school, I'm most likely still going to wear my mask. Um, one. Oh, yeah, I'm either going to, like, beg my parents to go online or I'm still going to wear it, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know about me begging my parents to do online school because I just hate, I hate it's a strong word, but. I never liked the experience of doing online school when I was gone for quarantine. I may want to still go to school. But I'm going to still wear my mask, even though it's not mm. going to help me, but yeah. the others more. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. But... Because I know there's people that want me, want others to wear masks, so... Yeah. And I want other people to wear masks, so it's sort of the mutual... Mutual respect. I don't see why people don't understand that. Like, you know, I'm trying to protect you. Now you try to protect me. You know, people just don't care about others. A lot of people, a, a lot of people are selfish. We learned that. Uh, there was even yeah, there was a podcast I heard, and basically, the reason a a one researcher s- said the reason why America is 
kind of doing p- poorly compared to like let's say China and like Australia is because uh to sum it up uh the, their words were it's because America is one of the most self selfish countries in the world. <laughs> and that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're wrong. Like Americans definitely have a sense of what they what's theirs and what's not theirs and what's not others and what they can do and what others shouldn't or can't do. It's a very self oriented. There's some uh I wouldn't say that's all entirely good, but there's some pretty good stuff about that. But it's it's good and bad, but in this case it's not great. Yeah. Well, time sure do does move very fast. Mask mandates almost over. Yep. Vaccines are now kind of available, not for everyone yet, but they're available. And not for us. Not for so. us. Yeah. Will be soon. Yep. Oh how the world kind of moves fast. It moves, and if you don't move with it, you get left behind. That is very true. Speaking of moving fast, this podcast has moved fast since we now have a time limit of less than 50 minutes, 45 to 50. We're, we're at a mark. So uh, you have any final words to say, Solomon? Um, wear your mask. That's really it. I would totally agree with you. Um, wear the mask. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess that's it for now. I want to wrap it up. All right. Thank you, viewers, for. Why do I keep on saying viewers? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. I keep on saying viewers. Thank you, listeners, for it's the it's the vlogs. The it's vlogs. the vlogs. It's it is the vlogs. Thank you, listeners, for listening to uh, what episode of this? To this, ep- I'm just not going to say it. to this episode. Uh, yeah, I guess four. Thank you, listeners, to, for listening to this episode of the podcast after school. I'm your host, Aldine Francisco, and I'm. It's always amazing to have Salvin Patel with me. It's just us two, but hey, we can carry a conversation. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Simon, and thank you, listeners, and I'll be thank seeing you. y'all next week, and Simon, I'll be seeing you tomorrow. Yes. All Bye, right. everyone. All right. Goodbye, everyone.